0: Welcome to the Grace Point Podcast, where we are creating opportunity for the Grace Point community to connect with the Grace Point staff. We hope you enjoy this new ministry. Welcome, welcome to the Grace Point Podcast. I'm Pastor Dave and I'm thankful that you've joined us today. Where on this podcast we are taking the opportunity to connect our Grace Point staff members with our Grace Point family and so today we have the opportunity to sit down with guy Earl our executive pastor so we're grateful that you're here on the podcast today guy thanks for joining us
1: it is good to be here very good to be here
0: well guy let's uh, let's just start a little bit talk first of all about your family a little bit about your family and your wife and your kids and um, just share a little bit about that let's start there and then we'll move into some other things after that.
1: So this July, we, Christy and I, will be married uh, 23 years. Um, We have uh, three children. I just married off my oldest daughter, Jordan. Uh, She was married uh, a month ago, so I'm still kind of walking through that emotionally. Um, My son, Jeremiah, will be graduating in December. Uh, He's going to be a teacher, and so he's uh, 22 years old, and he will be graduating in December from Texas A&M Commerce, and then my youngest daughter she'll turn sixteen on July seventh, the day before uh, Christy and I celebrate our twenty-third anniversary. So we don't get to celebrate our anniversary; we celebrate Isabella's birthday. Isabella's <laughs> so, birthday. It's all about uh, Bella's birthday. Yes, it's all about <laughs> Bella.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, all right, Guy, talk a little bit about so people know. Of course, you started with me in two thousand and five, at maybe. Uh, a little bit, a little bit about that.
1: So and, yeah, and we, kind of your journey. There. Yeah, we we were the first one, uh, one of the first families that started that first Sunday, um, two thousand five. Uh, I still remember the day that you announced uh, at your previous church when you were God was leading you to be, do a work in Denton and start up church. And um, Christy and I went home that night, and we just started praying over those last four weeks when you were preaching, just praying if that's where God wanted us to go and. Uh, after the journey of praying through that, we said yes, and so we we start that first Sunday with you in 2005, and I was a part of that church for, for about a year and a half, two years, and then God called me away uh, to be an associate pastor at First Baptist Church in Eastland, Texas. I was there for about six and a half years, and then I get a phone call August 2012. I... um. I was two days getting ready to go to spend 10 days on a mountainside in Peru doing mission work. And so it was probably great timing because I got a lot of, didn't have any <laughs> cell phone service, yeah. <laughs> didn't, I was going to be in a hut and I was going to be on a mountain preaching the gospel and going door to door. And, and so I had a lot of time to pray and I remember when I got back, uh, drove over here met with you. And right. 2012, uh, September was uh, when I came to be a part of the Grace Point family. Yes, 2012, and you came, Guy, when we
0: talked, you came, I, I was talking to you about an executive pastor position, and so that's the the role you're serving here, and that is, um, that covers a lot of different things here at Grace Point, so uh, t- talk just a little bit about that role and um, uh, your responsibilities so the church can just continue to uh, kind of Understand exactly how that position functions. You know, it,
1: it, for me, the first time I heard that term "executive," I, I never associated that word with the church. I always um, thought of that word as is in the business sense, in the corporate world, and and someone sitting in a in a desk or behind a desk in a in, a, in an office and just doing, um, having a pencil in his hand and doing what an executive does, which I didn't know at the time. Uh, I've come to kind of grow into the position and realize it's just kind of overseeing and supporting the ministries that we have here right. uh, on our campus. Uh, number one, I always want to make sure that I'm supporting the vision and the mission of our senior pastor, you. So mm-hmm. uh, to come yeah. alongside you, I, I really see that as my the biggest part of my ministry here, but also being able to inject um, any kind of thought into each one of our departments, uh, support them, come alongside them, um, lead them. Um, I feel like that's what God's called me to do at this moment in my in my ministry is just to kind of be a better leader, and uh, sometimes that's in a supportive role. And so uh, just overseeing what's going on, um, having your, 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 your mind, your heart, your soul, your hands, your feet in every aspect of Grace Point Church, and kind of that's where I see myself and that's where I see my ministry.
0: Yeah, and that— that role that you uh, fulfill does have just a lot of different, uh, different responsibilities from uh, sometimes you're, you're preaching when I'm not here to also just uh, managing a lot of the day-to-day. Guy also works um, with our finances and our budgeting, uh, there's a lot of work that goes into that, and so a lot of effort into the, I, I would say like the behind-the-scenes things that a lot of our church family uh, doesn't see but things that are, are necessary for the church to continue on in ministry. So when you think about when you think about ministry overall, guy, um, and, and maybe,, you know, you're specific, but area mm-hmm. is fine too, but maybe in just overall or maybe as you see us as a church, as Grace Point Church, what do you feel like as, um, as a staff member, is one of the greatest challenges maybe we face as a church as we kind of move forward um, in the days ahead as a church? How do you see, you know, there's a number of things, I'm sure, but what's one
1: thing that comes to your mind? Uh, personally, um, for me, uh, in the position of the executive pastor, it's kind of navigating through the business side mm-hmm. of the church. And, and when your church, that you're operating with a budget of about a million dollars, and you have to manage that properly, you have to be able to be diligent with and resourceful with God's uh, money that the church has so gracefully um, given to us to be able to minister to our community, minister to our church families. And so just navigating through the business side of the church and then when I think of, of us as a church um, in totality, I, I think of the greatest challenge for us is as we continue to grow numerically, um, is to continue to keep pace growing spiritually and then growing closer together in relationships. Uh, right. we, we know, we know that, that the only way that we're going to continue to be a thriving church is if we're a part of each other's lives, and I don't mean that just to be like, you know, I need to know everything about you, but if you're going to do life with somebody, um, mm-hmm. as you grow in community, as you grow um, numerically, it tends to, like, separate people, and so and many of the churches, it's like drawing po- people closer together and giving them opportunities to do life with each other so we can be a part of each other's lives and minister to people.
0: Yes. One of the things, Guy, that uh, you came to me a-, a month or so, maybe a little bit longer ago, and, and, and really have this burden for, for prayer. I know, you, I know you, you are a man of prayer. I know that about you. Um, and you want us as a church to really just keep that at the forefront which I certainly echo that too um, and, and so you talked about hey maybe we could do something on a Wednesday night so talk a little bit about uh, about our, our Wednesday night prayer time that you know continues through the summer and started the few um, a few months ago and kind of your heart for prayer about that and maybe inviting the
1: church to to be a part of that with us yeah you know it's um, it's something maybe that started with uh... Uh, something in my own heart that I felt like I was lacking, um, in, in a sense that I wasn't lacking in prayer, but I was I was giving, I want to give prayer more of my time. You know, I, I spend time reading his word, and and I have opportunities to share the gospel, whether it's in a locker room with an athletic team, or in a prison, or here at Grace Point, but prayer is something that the Lord was just pricking at my heart, and, um, and so I, I do, I remember coming to your office and just you know, just seeking some advice from you and uh, asking you, is there, is there an opportunity for us to to take this thought that I have in my own heart that the Lord is moving me to, just to be able to incorporate this into our church? I really believe that so many churches want to have prayer a part of their life, but we get bogged down by so many different things that maybe that's the one that gets pushed aside. And, and maybe it's the one thing because it gets pushed aside because it's the one personal aspect of our spiritual journey that we really do get a chance to communicate with God on um, what we're feeling and and we want to hear him. And so um, we started it uh, a few, maybe two or three months ago, maybe two months ago, on a Wednesday night just having a prayer hour. Um, we have our, one of our sound technicians, uh, does a great job, Jacob Dixon. He kind of sets the stage for me, he really does. He does, uh, he sets, it kind of puts it in the right mood. We. Um, we have the the sanctuary kind of lit up to where you come in and you can sense a, a sense of peace and, and um, tranquility and just uh, you get a chance to get alone with your thoughts, but more important, you get alone with your own heart and place it before God. And we have some soft music playing in the background, and we just want people just to engage in a conversation with God, whether it's two or three people, whether it's yourself, whatever it may be. And we give people an opportunity for one hour, 5.30 to 6.30, if you want to pop in for 15 minutes, for five minutes. If you want to be there for the whole hour, you can come and spend time with God. And we're trying to stir something in the hearts of our people that God can start something special here at Grace Point when he first starts something special in our own walks.
0: Right. Amen for that. So yes, just then following up, every Wednesday, even through the summer, right, Guy? Yes. That's, uh, that's every single Wednesday night, 530 to 630. 530, 630 here in the worship center. Come in the lobby doors and just come on in, and like Guy said, you know, just it's not a uh, a formally
1: led thing. No, no, and I want to be clear, it's not a Bible study. No one's going to be up there um, doing nothing wrong with Bible studies, but it's it's not a Bible study. It's just you and God. If you want to bring your Bible in, and if you want to read some verses that that will stir something in your heart to pray, if you want to bring a friend or however you want that to look like. It's just an opportunity for us as a church to be intentional in pursuing God in prayer. yeah, great. okay. Great ministry, uh, needed ministry. We have to
0: keep that uh, certainly at the forefront for us is grace Point this 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 dedication to being a praying church and this is just just one other opportunity for us to do that. One of the things you do, guy also is, as I mentioned, you handle the finances and you handle the numbers and, and um talk for talk for just a minute because i think with three services and people spread out it's kind of hard for our church sometimes to to get our hands around you know what size of a church are we and so we do track numbers i think it's important to do that not just to say hey well, we had this many people but because we know behind the numbers are people and we want to influence and reach more people with the gospel and so we want to grow we want to expand now as i've said before at the same time we want to grow larger and smaller the at the same time. And so <clears throat> the way we do that, we think, is by getting connected into small groups and community and for us to be even more intentional about that and providing opportunities for that. So when you think, though, about a couple years ago, guys, you're tracking for us, just give the, the church family an idea of the growth of the last couple of years, which we, we've talked about recently so they can have a little bit
1: of a snapshot of how we are reaching and we are growing. So, you, you know, it's if you come to... We, we, we were having two services. If you come to one service, you kind of get locked into seeing the same people at the same time, um, and that may be just a, a majority. Um, but over the last three years, we saw the need uh, of how number one space was becoming an issue, um, not only in the part on the parking lot, but but in the classrooms, and and, and then also in our sanctuary. And so, um, over the last three years, great, I want the Grace Point family to realize that's We have grown at about a seven to eight percent clip over the last three years. And you might be saying, well, seven to eight percent. Well, we were running in the mid 600s uh, about three, three and a half years ago. And uh, I visited with Pastor, and uh, Pastor decided that he was going to do a six week study or a five week study on our vision. And I believe that was the turning point of when we start to see our growth, is when he did that sermon series on our vision. Uh, from that point moving forward, we have seen probably over the last three years about an increase of 120 individuals uh, who have become covenant members of Grace Point Church who are coming on a, on a regular basis. So. We averaged between, I would say right now, between 800 and 820, 825 on a Sunday morning, whereas at the beginning of 2017, so at the end end of 2016, we were averaging about 660. So we've seen a significant growth in our church family over the last three years.
0: Yes, that's been a great thing, and we're grateful. We know the Lord's doing that, and we continue to— to pray for more and and more people to be saved, more people to be baptized. One of the just a real quick kind of plug here, guy. One of the things I know you you uh, have a heart for, and you are kind of over is our parking lot ministry, right? That is correct. Um, yes. So talk to the church about that. Maybe even just let people know that that if they want to uh, be a part of that, they can.
1: Well, it, it's a these men, and we have some women out there as well that help us. It's um, it's it, it's one of those ministries that maybe doesn't get talked about a lot, but it's so vital um, for a church, especially for a church our size. Um, You know, we moved into these buildings 2012. um, I believe it was the spring of 2012. And when this church was built, um, they were operating, I think at at its highest point, maybe 400. And so the parking lot was built for a church that size. Well, when you move in and then where we are today, we've doubled that. Um, it's it's really hard to get people on and off the campus in a timely manner. So we've had to do some things. And so implementing a parking lot ministry, it places people at different spots in the parking lot. It, have, it helps people who are leaving the campus in, in, in a careful and safe way, people arriving on campus, finding spots for them. But the biggest thing we do is All our people who volunteer is they put a smile on their face, and they're told that the moment somebody exits or is getting out of their vehicle, I want them to have a smile on their face. So to greet them, Mm -hmm. love on them, and properly point them in the direction and walk them towards that direction.
0: Yeah. Okay. Great. Great ministry. So we're thankful. uh, We really are to all of the, the ladies, men, women who are out there in the parking lot. No, it's not an easy task, especially hot, cold. So thank you to all of you who are doing that. And if you're interested in maybe more information about that ministry, and again, it is a ministry, you can uh, reach out to Guy and any any questions you may have, have for him about um, ministries here and... and um, uh, you can reach him at guy at com. You can see him on Sundays, of course, but sometimes things are a little busy or you may not uh, have a chance to, to catch him. If, uh, but guy at com, and you can reach out to him, and he can certainly get you connected in, in that uh, parking lot ministry and then answer any other questions that you may have, okay? All right, now, let's transition a little bit to some more, uh, just, uh, just some more maybe fun kind of personal questions just to, for the church to get to hear your heart a little bit. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you some of these questions, Guy, uh, and you just give me first thing uh, off the top of your head. Favorite all-time movie would be Hoosiers. Now, there is no better answer than that right there, coming from your, your Indiana pastor. Yeah, all right, well, What do guys, you love
1: about that movie, Guy? I, I just love the the, the small town, um, the David and Goliath type of uh, scenario that's, that, that, that's yep. portrayed, right and on. just everything about that movie, overcoming obstacles, um, seeing dreams come true. Love it, love yeah, it, love okay. it. Okay, that's a great one. Good answer. Okay, desk, car, room... Which do you clean first? In this order, I always try to keep my area of the room clean. Okay. My car, uh, yes, clean, and then my desk, so that order. All right. Good, good, good. We love that. I love that. Okay. What would be
0: your go-to order at your favorite restaurant?
1: Go-to order at your favorite restaurant? Grimaldi's. pepperoni, Pepperoni. All right. Mushroom cheese pizza.
0: All right. And that is in, is that in Holland Village? Yeah, Holland Village, Holland yes. Village. Okay, I've been there. All right. All right. Okay, one fun fact, Guy, that most Grace Point people do not know about you. Well, I
1: hope this doesn't get me into trouble with my wife. Uh-oh. Oh, well, we so, we're hoping it might. Go ahead. Precursor. So my wife and I were married eight months before we told anybody we eloped. Oh, that is, okay. That's some good info right there. We might be able to
0: work with that. All right. Shh. Keep Good fun fact. So, well, it's not a secret anymore, my friend, but <laughs> that's awesome. Okay, we'll hope Christy signs off on that. I'm sure she'll be okay with it. Okay, Guy, we're going to do uh, what I just call rapid fire. I'm just going to ask you your preference of one of these two things, and you just um, you tell us uh, which you prefer. Okay,
1: number one, ice cream or cookies? I use the cookie as a spoon to eat my ice cream. no.
0: Say that again. I need to hear that one more time. I, I used, used a here.
1: cookie as a spoon to eat my ice cream. I okay. spooned it out.
0: Okay, go figure. All right. So so both, right? All yes, right. Yes, yes.
1: Okay, morning or night person? 12.01 a.m. I'm both. You're both? Okay. <laughs> I go to bed late All and right. I get I up early. I see a pattern developing here. Yes. Okay. All right. Summer or winter? Oh, I'm winter, cold, gray. Oh,
0: I love the winter. Because, and partly because, because you're from, from New Jersey. India. Yes, That's right. oh, okay. I love the cold That's weather. A, Fun fact right there, but he's from New Jersey. All right, mall or Amazon?
1: Uh, I'm going to say Starbucks. I'm sorry, I don't like the mall, and I don't like to shop online, <laughs> so I'm just going to go Starbucks. You had to ask me something in favor. So. Okay, all right. All right, city or country? Um, out, I'm going to say outskirts. So near a city, but not in the country. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I have to follow up at the edge, you know, I'm sorry. I, do I don't theme. want to be in the okay. country, it only, I'm just all outskirts. Right. Yeah.
0: All right, all right. All right,
1: last one: cruise, beach, or cabin in the mountains? Man, I want to be in—I want to be in a cabin in front of a fireplace on a cold, cold day.
0: Okay, that's pretty clear then. Yeah, you're cabin guy as opposed to the cruiser beach. Yes, definitely. All right, all right, guy. Anything else you want to share with the church family
1: before we sign off? Yeah, I, I, w- I would say this: um, when when people see me on Sunday morning, I, I would hope that. Uh, I've been known as I like to, to hug. Um, I'm very passionate about being very relational, and so people always walk up to me and says, "I need my pastor guy a hug." I, I would hope that you would you would know that I do that because I my dad taught me a long time ago. He said, "If you're gonna hug someone, make sure they feel it," and because I think it pulls your heart into it, and so that's why you feel my hugs. All
0: right, brother. Okay, guy. Thanks for sitting down with us. Uh, today, guy, again, if you have any questions, you can reach Guy at guy at Thank you for joining us on the Grace Point Podcast. We look forward to seeing you this Sunday, nine or oh, sorry, eight fifteen. Wow. Uh, I could say nine. Nine thirty and eleven o'clock, right? Do we have three services? We yes, have three services. There we go, yeah. There we go. Is it 8:15? eight fifteen? Nine thirty and eleven. Okay. okay. All right. We'll see you there, Grace Point family. Have a good week. Thanks for listening to the Grace Point Podcast. For more information about the ministries in our church, we encourage you to visit our website at gracepointdenton.com.